Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 129. We've got another live coaching episode planned for you. We've done a few of these in the past, and I know that these have been some listener favorites, so I promise you we've got another really, really powerful coaching session that we're going to be sharing with you today. Before I get into that, just want to give all of you a quick little update on what's happening over here. So it's been a couple of weeks since I've published a new episode. Sorry about that. We've had some craziness happening. We launched our brand new leadership certification program, the Legacy Leadership Academy. That was a tremendous success. The live coaching that we're actually going to be sharing with you today is from the Legacy Leadership Academy with one of our brand new members that just signed up. But that's been going incredibly well. People are loving the new program format, and we've got a lot of just really exciting things happening. But on top of that, as you know, I've got the book. We are in the very final stages of getting that finished so that we can start the promotional process. A lot of you have been asking about that. Stay tuned. And at the time, as if that wasn't enough, at the time of recording this, we are now less than two weeks away from our second child being born. My wife, Shannon, she'll be induced on the 6th of February at the very latest. So I've kind of been in a mad rush to get some work done before our second little son shows up. So it's been a lot of craziness, and I know we've got a lot of parents out there. So if you are a parent and you've got two, let me know what advice you have for me. I'd love to hear from you. But let me talk to you a little bit about the coaching today. So today we're going to be hearing from Sasha. Sasha is a brand new member of the Legacy Leadership Academy. For those of you that have had a chance to take the leadership assessment, the last episode we did on the five phases of network marketing leadership, that's our new success path for all of our students. Sasha is a phase three rising leader. And so a little bit about Sasha before we get into the coaching. You'll hear her talk about this, but I just want to make a couple of points. She got off to a very fast start in her company. She rose to the top. It was a new company, very fast, had a lot of success. But over time, over the last year, things have kind of fallen apart for her. Her team has basically disappeared. She only has a few leaders left. Those people are not all that excited. And it's kind of created a little bit of a toxic environment where there's just a lot of complaining going on. And there's a lot of focusing on the past. And when we get into the coaching, you'll hear me dig into this with Sasha, where one of the problems that she has, even though she's done a lot of great things and she's clearly, in my mind, a great leader, She can't see that because she's just focusing on what hasn't happened and she's beating herself up and she's looking to the past and she's reminiscing, well, it, it used to be this way and it's not anymore. And this is creating a pattern that's keeping her stuck in her business. One of the issues that she has is she doesn't really have a strong upline that she can lean on for support. And that's caused her to really take on a lot of the leadership responsibilities on her own, creating her own systems and tools. And she's really questioning herself in that area. And one of the big mistakes that she's making, and you'll hear us talk about this, and this is something we're all guilty of at some level, 
she's looking at the lack of results on the people that are coming into her team. And she's viewing that as a reflection of her as a leader. And she's lost confidence in herself. And I know there's so many of you that can relate to that. When things don't go the way that we want and we don't see people having success, it's easy for us to beat ourselves up and think that we're the reason why that's happening. So If you can relate to any of these things, this is going to be a really, really powerful session for you. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to turn it over. I'm going to share with you the hot seat coaching that we did for Sasha inside of the Legacy Leadership Academy, and I hope you get some value out of this. Hey there. How are you? Good. So why don't you just, starting out, just kind of summarize what kind of the issue is here. What are you looking for some coaching and some help with? So I am actually really excited to be in this group. I've been on the wait list for a couple months. So mm. super new and fresh. So you're just, a newbie. Yes. Nothing <laughs> like getting thrown into the fire right away, huh? 72-hour <laughs> challenge. And actually, I was really scared to even reply to your email to try to get coaching. <laughs> and then the fear in me, I was like, nope, I need to just reply to the email. So here I am. But yeah, so I feel like fear of what has happened to me so far in my career is really holding me back at the moment, but I'm part of a new network marketing company and I'm very close to the top of the company and I only have two upline and they're very old school. Mm -hmm. They've been in the industry 20, 30 years. They do home parties. They have told me multiple times, I can't do this online. I can't do it on social media. So I don't have an upline to look for systems and the systems that the company is putting out is really structured around home parties. Uh, So I know that they have plans to do more funnels and stuff online, but it's not there yet. So I'm forced to make my tools myself and I'm a year into it. And I had a ton of success in the beginning. I think there was a little hype around the company launching and everything had a huge team. So I think like 500 people on my team when we went to launch and over time, um, (laughs) the team has just kind of disappeared. I am left with a few strong leaders from that period, but we are all kind of just like spinning our wheels and we, we do too much talking to each other of like, why isn't this working? Why hasn't this taken off yet? Like, I don't understand why is so many people active, but they don't do anything. And I, this with the new year, I've really tried to cut off communication with other leaders who kind of bring me down instead of being productive conversations. That's smart. So I've tried to cut up those conversations to only people who are like productively trying to find solutions like I am. But yeah, there's a handful of us that enroll people. We plug them into our Facebook group. We have somewhat of a system that I've had to create myself, which I'm trying to get it better now that I'm part of your program. I'm going to try to make better tools. But I personally always am hesitant because I never had problems enrolling people. But I'm actually worried that when they get in there, they just aren't going to do anything because no, like so many people aren't doing anything. So I'm having similar issues to Leah yep. as far as like when I have somebody asking me, hey, can you tell me about your affiliate thing? I literally hesitate responding mm. to them. And mm. I used to be fearless. I used to be on it. I would leave dinner to go take a call. I used to be like that person. And now I'm slowly the, like I hesitate. I would rather sign up customers Mm. Then get affiliates right now, but I know that's like totally in my head as far yeah. as 
why I'm doing that. How long has it been since you've been that person? Oh, it's been a few months. I think with the new year, I've tried to flip around my mindset and recognize that I'm doing it. So I think this month has been a productive month for me, but it's been a few months and I'll make these tools and like these thing and I'll present it to my leaders and they all like shoot it down. They don't like it. So it's, I kind of feel alone right now. Like I feel like I just want to like put my blinders on and figure this out for myself and just try to rebuild kind of. I mean, I still have a big team underneath me. It's just, we're not working together as a team. So is part of the reason why you feel stuck and why you think things aren't moving forward is because you feel stalled because you can't get buy-in from your upline for these things that you want to do? Well, yeah. I mean, it's definitely hard not to have a resource. And this is my first network marketing company. I do own a small business online. So I'm familiar with like just running a business but it is hard not having somebody who, I mean, I can ask questions to, that's for sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Look, there's no doubt having somebody there is a plus. But what I want to try to get to the bottom of and point out to you is it sounds to me, what I'm kind of sensing from you is you're feeling like you're at a great disadvantage because of your current situation. Is that accurate? Yeah. So let's kind of peel back the layers on this a little bit. Another way to say that is, are you telling me that you don't think you can be successful without the help and support of someone else? No. The question being me being successful is not there. I'm like in a very frustrated state where I spend so much time on this and I like, I don't see other people spending as much time. I am doing everything myself, but then when I do hard work and I try to implement stuff, people don't want to do it. So I'm like, okay, well now I just need to find new people. Sure. Kind of what I've been thinking like, yeah. I mean, even though people are active on my team, doesn't mean they're going to listen to me. So I'm at the point where I'm like, I just need a new team. Yeah. So yeah. let's go back to frustrated. So when you're feeling frustrated, what is the thought that you're having that's causing you to feel frustrated when you're coming up with these new systems and these new ideas and you're sharing them with people and they're not doing them and you're feeling frustrated? What's the thought you're having that's causing you to feel frustrated? That I feel like I can't do it. Like I can't do this alone. Like this is a team effort. Why are they not buying into any of my ideas? I mean, we used to have hundreds of people on our weekly calls and now I'm yeah. lucky if it doesn't get on. Yeah. So part of your thought is that they should be actually doing something with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So like, why are these people not doing anything? Like that's part of the thought, right? Yeah. When you're feeling frustrated, when you're having this thought, like what the heck is wrong with these people and you're feeling frustrated, how does that cause you to show up in your business? I literally don't even want to bring another affiliate. Yeah. You just shut down. Draining me. And like even people who used to be really good leaders, they hit a certain rank and now they just have a million excuses to why they're sitting there. Like, yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of obvious, but can we agree that staying stuck in this pattern is not going to get you out of this funk? No. Right? Yeah. Okay. And I, you know, I mean, you know much, that. Yeah. Yeah. I already feel much so, better since I started your program, but yes. <laughs> yeah. So let's take this. Let's dissect this because this is a good one. And this is like the advanced version of this training, but I want to bring this up now because this is a good example of this. When we really start to master this idea of thought management, and understanding that we're not our thoughts, that we are the thinker of our thoughts and we get to choose the thoughts we have, 
what we come to understand, and this is sometimes a hard concept for people to grasp, but if you get this, it'll change your life, that all pain and suffering come from thoughts. And when we feel pain and suffering, it's because we have a thought that like in your example, somebody should have acted in a way differently than they actually acted. So like I'll use your significant other or your spouse says something to you. And it's not the something you wanted them to say to you. So you get angry at them. So the question is this, did your spouse make you angry because of what he or she said? Or was it your thought about what they said that actually made you angry? And so where you're running into a challenge here is you're trying to force reality to be something that it's actually not. You have people on your team that are not committed right now and they're not taking action, but you're pissed off at them because they're not. And what I'm trying to point out to you is that's never going to serve you. You can't change people. So I want to make you feel a little better about this. In my experience, just because somebody's not really committed or ready now doesn't mean it'll always be that way. People do go through seasons and sometimes it's just not the right timing. So I don't want you to think about like, I need to like recruit a whole new team. Because I'm sure there are some people on your team that will be around and they'll be salvageable. So it's not like you're completely starting over. But what if this was your belief? Even if you did have to start over literally from zero, I would argue, is it really starting over? Because are you the same person today that you were a year ago? You're not even close to the same person, right? No, no, absolutely not. And if you've done it once, who's to say you can't do it again? And if you're an exponentially better person, who's to say you can't do it the same thing in much less time? You never start over. But where you're running into a problem, Sasha, is you're getting stuck in this pattern of beating yourself up and wishing things weren't the way that they were. You're holding on to the past. You're holding on to the past when you had these people. Look, they're not committed right now. And the more you spend time wishing they were, wishing things were different, that's just going to keep perpetuating this stuff that you have going on. So what would be, if we go back to this idea, like all thoughts that are different from reality just cause us pain and suffering, keep us stuck. How could we maybe have a different thought that would allow you to move forward in a more empowering way about this current situation that people are not working or doing what you want? Well, yeah, I've been actually thinking about this. And I, as far as like, I'm doing your 72-hour challenge. And if I can get people to sign up, then that means I have something to teach them. Yes. Even if it's just the small little thing, I have something I can teach them. Yes. And I, you know, on Leah's um, coaching, I mean, I need to know that I can't make everyone like be ambitious. And like, even though I get on a call with someone, they tell me that they can work full time on it and they're going to do this and this. And then I don't ever hear from them again. I, that, I can't really wrap my head around that, but I can't control people. But let's take that as an example. What do you think that means when that happens? Oh my gosh. I think that they took one look at my systems and they're like, they were disappointed or something. What does that mean <laughs> about you? It's not an issue with your systems. That's really the issue here. Right. Yeah. That they're, they don't think that they can do what I'm doing or it's not duplicatable. But I'm also, I'm learning that just it's 
like not everyone is going to do it. Like you said, one in seven is great. Yeah. I think this is, goes a little deeper for you. So let me, let me point this out because this is a classic example of when we're stuck in it, we can't see it. So you told me you think that if they kind of ghost you, it's because, oh my God, these systems are like terrible, right? Like it's, there's something wrong with your systems that you created. Mm-hmm. But if you created the systems and they say the systems aren't good enough, what does that really mean that they're saying? That it's me, that I'm not the leader for them. Right. That you're not good enough. Yeah. So can you make the connection that the real issue here for you is that when you share with someone and they tell you no, or you put something out into the world that you created, put your heart and soul into, and it doesn't help people, that you're interpreting that as that you aren't good enough. Yeah. So let's look at that for a second. Do you believe that to be true? No, uh, that just means I need to get better. If you bring me into your business and you've created a system and I, for whatever reason, can't make that system work, do you believe that that truly means that you're not good enough? The fact Uh, that I wasn't able to create results. No, I mean, I think it my mind would be like, that's their problem, but I still would take it a little personally. Why? Like you said, because I spent all that time making it and I think it works perfectly. They should think it works perfectly. (laughs) Right. Okay. So let me give you some advice here. You should probably eliminate the words work perfectly in this profession. (laughs) Have you found anything to work perfectly yet in this business? Yeah. So is that an unrealistic expectation? Yes. If you expect it to work perfectly and it doesn't work once, can you see how that's going to set you down a path that's not going to help you here? Yeah. But that's part of the story here, right? That you've put so much time into these things and you know, the fact that people are not able to use them the way that you design them, you know, there must be something wrong with them or it must mean that you did something wrong. And all of this stuff, like there's different like aspects to this, but it's all a big story that's just keeping you in a mental space that's not serving you in terms of moving forward. And you can see that, I can tell, right? Yeah. So can you see any reason possible why, like, can you see one good reason why you would want to hold on to some of these thoughts and beliefs? No, I'm actually really ready to move on from them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Who would you be without them? Who would you be if you had the belief that it was only your job to create something and put it out there. It's other people's job to do something. Who would you be if you truly had the belief that whether somebody says yes or no, has no bearing whatsoever on your self-worth, that you are worthy because of who you are. And whether somebody says yes or no has nothing to do with that. If that was who you were, how would your life look different? I think I would go about my daily tasks with a completely different mindset. It's always in the back of my mind is, you know, what, yeah, everything that could go wrong. So yeah, it'd give me just more peace of running my business, how I tell everyone they need to run their business and... You'd be feeling a lot different. Yeah. You'd be tapping into the higher level emotions that we need, you know, of worthiness and love and joy and gratitude. These are the, these are the kinds of emotions that if we're not bringing that kind of energy into the work that we do, we're never going to get to where we want to go. So it's up to you to manufacture them and the way you manufacture them is through your thoughts and your beliefs and the stories that you tell yourself. And I want to give you from my perspective, 
or whatever it's worth, a different way to look at yourself. Because I will tell you this, and there's probably some other people thinking this, the fact that you have accomplished what you did in your first year is extraordinary. It's actually kind of astounding because I don't know of many people that are able to build a team of 500 people their first year in this profession. And I think, and I kind of know because I can sense this, you're not giving yourself enough credit because you want to know what I heard you say in the beginning? You said, I built a team of 500, but I think it was just because of all the hype. And I don't know whether, I think you subconsciously did that, but that, that told me that you don't take credit for what you did and you're only taking credit for what you haven't done. Yep. Can you acknowledge yourself right now for the fact that you've accomplished something in your first year? Even though I, I look, I get it's discouraging when you build something and it starts to head in the wrong direction. I, I totally get that. I'm not diminishing that, but I want you to acknowledge yourself right now that you've done something that 99% of people that do this type of stuff have never done. Yeah. I, I think I always try to be a team player and I'm a big like introvert. So I like don't always want the attention on myself. So like even when I'm doing team calls, I'm like trying to get the other leaders to do them with me. So yeah. I'm always trying to like build up my other leaders. But um, in reality, yeah, it's, I know without me, the team wouldn't exist. I do know that. Yeah. We'll get you out of the introvert story too at some point, but that's a separate call to deal with. But Sasha, what I think is important for you to do is really is to focus on what you've done, to focus on the person that you've become. I don't know you because you're a new member, but look, I can tell right away that you've got something special. I can just tell. I can tell by you have a level of awareness about yourself that not a lot of people have. And I know for a fact, without even knowing you, you're a great leader because there's nobody that could do what you've done unless they have the ability to lead people. So what your biggest challenge is going to be for you right now is to get out of your past because it's over and there's nothing you can do to change it. And every day you spend thinking about it is a day that you rob of yourself for creating the future that you're destined to create for yourself. And in terms of your upline, love them, but forget about them, <laughs> right? Because you want to know what? Every second we spend trying to change somebody, we just fall right back into that pattern. Every thought we have, I wish they would be more supportive. Look, they are who they are. They're doing the best with what they have. You know something they don't know. Don't make them wrong for it, right? Don't make it a tense situation. Love them, but you go out and you do what you know is right for you and your team moving forward. And even if you don't have the support of your company, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. I was in a company, a startup, just like you were, that didn't have a single third-party tool. We had to literally create them ourselves. I filmed myself on a video on my phone that we used to use for a third-party tool. You know how awkward it was sending a video of myself to my I own prospects? been doing that, yeah. Yeah, that's what I used to do. And I used to, it was so embarrassing. I'd have to make a joke of it. I'd be like, I would play it up. Like, I've got this video I'm going to share with you. It's this very successful person in this company. I want you to take it. And people, we would laugh about it afterwards. And they would be like, well, why didn't you just tell me? But I knew why I didn't just tell them. So I've been where you are. And I'm telling you, you're going to blaze the trail for this company. I'm going to fast forward 12 months from now. And I'm going to predict the future for you. Because I've seen this story a lot of times. Your company will start 
implementing what you're doing in your business. They will start coming to you, asking you, Sasha, what are you doing? Your uplines who right now are telling you you're crazy will start asking you to train them. Now that might sound, I'm, I've seen this story before. And, but you want to know what? Even if they don't, it doesn't matter because it is what it is. But you're going to still go on and you're going to do what you were meant to do. So that's the thing for you. So is that helpful? Oh, yes. Okay. What's your biggest takeaway from this session? What's the one thing that you're going to focus on? Yeah, not living in the past, like you just said, because that's a big one for me. And it builds up my frustration going into my day. And it's kind of just always there, whether I'm acknowledging it or not. So, yeah. That's that thought, right? The thought creates the feeling. The feeling creates the action. Are you clear on what your goals are this year? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So how about every day in the morning, instead of focusing on the past, you focus on your goals? How about every morning you spend a couple of minutes on the vision of where your business is going to be 12 months from now? And you let that be the thing that drives your feelings, which create your actions and get out of that story that I got to do it all over. Because doing it all over for you, I'm telling you, is going to happen so much faster. You're going to build a team that is so much stronger and more sustainable with the kind of people you wish that you had. The committed leaders, just like you, like you're going to build something so much better than what you've had. So forget about that. That was your training ground to get you ready for what you're about to do, especially being a member of this program, being having access to this level of coaching and support and the training, the business training that you're going to get. Like you have an advantage because you're coming to the table already ahead of the game in terms of your own development and growth. So you're going to see results so much faster than somebody else who's still early in the game with that. So be excited about that. Yeah, I am. Thank you. Okay, awesome. Well, listen, Thank you for sharing so vulnerably with us. I want to recognize you for that. I know this is not an easy thing to do. And I mean, listen, if we don't scare you away after this, then I don't think anything we're going to do is going to scare you away. But I just want to recognize you for who you are. I want to thank you for being a part of our community. So same thing to you that I said to Leah. I want you to take action on something that we talked about. And I want you to give us an update in the Facebook group about a week from now and just let us know, hey, here's what I did from the coaching session. Here's how it helped me. Or you can tell me Bob was crazy. None of it helped. I don't care what it is. I just want you to check back in with us and I want you to update us on what's happening with you. Okay, I can do that. Okay. All right, Sasha, great job. Okay, so did you get as much value out of that as I did? You know, it's interesting as I do these coaching sessions, I get as much value as the people that are on the hot seat because it's a constant reminder of me of these things, these patterns that we fall into that keep ourselves stuck. But just as a recap, I want to kind of go over a couple of what I think should be key takeaways that I hope you can take from this episode. I want you to notice how a lot of Sasha's pain and frustration was coming from her wanting things to be different than they actually were. She was fighting the reality of her situation. Her team was not active and engaged, and they weren't responding to what she was doing. And her being stuck wasn't because her team wasn't responding. Her being stuck was because she was thinking that it shouldn't be that way. So she was getting frustrated because her people weren't committed and she thought they should be. 
And that thought, that negative thought was creating a series of events that were, was causing her to not show up the way she needed to change things. So what I helped her realize what it was actually her thoughts and her perception of what was happening that was the problem. And I think that conversation around understanding that we can't control people and we can't make them something they're not is an important one. All we can do is change the way we respond to these circumstances and situations. And what she needed to do to break this pattern and what you need to do is you've got to come back to the level of thought. And I'm telling you, we teach this a lot in the Legacy Leadership Academy with this mindset course that I've created called the Formula for Transformation. Your ability to become aware of your thoughts and to consciously choose the thoughts that serve and support you will ultimately be the thing that determines if you win or not. And I think that Sasha's other big issue was she was defining her own self-worth by the things she was putting out there, right? She was making the classic mistake of not giving herself credit for those that succeeded, but taking full responsibility for those that failed. And it's like, you can't have it both ways. But the problem is this, we get so caught in our own thoughts and stories that we think they just are truth. We can't see outside of them. It's not until we can shine a light on these things that we're actually believing, we put them out into the world and we realize how ridiculous they sound. Of course, that's not true. Of course, it's not just me that is making somebody succeed or fail. But when we hold this belief without becoming conscious of it, it literally dictates every single thing we think and do in our business and in our life. So if you can wake up, and this is one of the things I want you to start paying attention to, what are the thoughts and the beliefs that you have about yourself and your business? And when you can start to understand that you've got these negative thoughts and limiting beliefs, here are the questions you need to ask yourself. Number one is this, is that thought or belief serving you? And if the answer is no, then you have a responsibility to change it to choose a new thought, to choose a new belief. You know, if you've got a negative thought or a limiting belief, here's a really powerful question. Who would you be without that thought or belief? Could you imagine how your life would be different or better if you literally were not able to think the thought that you weren't good enough? That you were so sure that you had everything you needed inside of you. If that was your belief, how would your life be different or better? And some of you are like, Bob, I wish it was that simple. It is that simple. It's not easy changing a thought or a belief. It takes conscious practice and repetition, but it is that simple. You chose the belief that's been holding you back at some point in your life. It's time for you to choose another one. And that, I think, is the biggest gift that we're given when we can wake up to this fact that it is really our mind that is ultimately creating our results is now we have the space to choose. And it doesn't mean we won't still slip into some of our old patterns, but you do have a responsibility now. You can't blame other people and your circumstances because you created them through the things that we're talking about here. So, hey, listen, if you got some value out of this episode, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM on Instagram, tag me in your story post. Let me know that you'd like to hear more of these types of episodes. We're going to plan on doing a lot more of this live coaching that we're going to be sharing with you because I know that this is really impactful for people to hear. And hey, listen, if you are interested, unfortunately, enrollment is not open right now 
for the Legacy Leadership Academy. We only open three times a year, but we'll have another class that we'll be taking in the spring. So if this kind of stuff is like your jam and you want more of this, definitely go check out the wait list at LegacyLeadershipAcademy.com. You can register there. You'll be one of the first people to know when we do open enrollment back up. But at the end of the day, thanks for being here, guys. I love and appreciate you. Probably the next, well, I don't know, I may record another episode today, but in one of these next couple of episodes, I'll be checking back in with you. Pardon me if I sound a little bit more frazzled and tired because I'll have a newborn that we're dealing with. But like I said, I'd love to hear from any of the parents out there that have some advice for me. So have a great week, everybody. Hope you crush it. Hope you got a lot of value out of the episode today and I'll see you soon. Take care.